0: Welcome into a special edition of Sportball. I'm your boy Sam. With me, as always, are Kyle and Seth. I mean, I guess it's not that special, but I just thought I'd pump up the listeners, you know?
1: Every episode is special.
0: Yeah, that's true. Like every listener. Well, when you only have five, it's easy to pay attention <laughs> to them. What's new, boys? You what know. is new? Nothing.
1: Well, it's the uh, it's the playoffs of our ACT league, which means that I'm in a battle with my fantasy nemesis, Achilles' heel, Matt Rossetti. <laughs> and Kyle is in a battle with the fantasy superstar, Nick Merlina, to see who will have to take
2: the ACT. Really, there are a few things... I was running away with the first first uh, first week uh, matchup too until Antonio Gibson
0: decided to oh yeah brain his toe on the first play of the game that he touched the ball. I there's a few things I ask for in this life, and the one thing I want more than anything this Christmas is for Kyle to have to date the ACT.
2: I mean, I don't really. <laughs> care anyways, if I have to take it, it's no big deal. Oh, uh, he's already. You guys – I know you guys think I'm going to be, like, all crazy about it, but – No, I just know that inside you're seething, and that's what really <laughs> – Honestly, I'm not. I've made the playoffs in every other league that I'm in, so.
0: It was a tough year for injuries, too, for everyone, I feel like.
2: Yeah. <sighs> Except for Matt somehow. I it, I really went downhill on that team when Dak got injured, obviously. Yeah, he was yeah. carrying my team. He was averaging, like, 40-something
0: a game, so. <laughs> it's funny. I feel like, Seth, your fantasy nemesis is Matt and mine is Kyle. And both me and Kyle just missed the playoffs this year. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Can't win a he's a trip trip tonight. This is one of my smallest buy-in leagues anyway, so I made oh, it in Mr. The, big I made, Wallet over here. I made it in the leagues that count. So he, he <laughs> goes
1: big money for all the other leagues who are ass, which is why he's good at them. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly. not the money it's in
0: this league, it's the having take the ACT is priceless.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm really honestly curious as to how I do, because I definitely wouldn't like study for it. I got a, what I get? I think like a 30 or 31 in high school. I don't know. I definitely don't think I could do better than that now. Yeah, it's got to
0: be like a four-point line at least. like I think you had at least three to four points worse than you did. Although Merlina did better than he did in high school, didn't he? Yeah, he scored like 17 in high school, so shout out Merlina. Just outing him on the podcast for a national audience. International, really. We have a Belgium (laughs) listener as far as SoundCloud is concerned. Uh but that's not what we're here to talk about today, boys. Come on. Let's get serious here. We're here to talk about the NFL. Now you may be thinking, boys, where's your big NBA preview pod? Well that's gonna be in two weeks from now. Okay. Days before the NBA season, so you can really get into it.
2: Oh, true. Yeah, we'll drop it right before right before the yeah. season starts. We'll get the um the preseason games in, which LeBron's not even playing in, at least the first one. So
0: why would LeBron even play any games in the regular season
2: <laughs> that's fair uh
0: yeah so that'll become a next pod and this pod we just wanted to touch base on the nfl which we haven't done in a while so just starting off oh you know we should tease that at the end of this podcast we're going to be doing our qb tiers so get excited from that that's something you hear from every other, every other podcast but ours will be the best obviously <laughs> so let's start with some miscellaneous quick hitters here on the nfl side starting with the afc um the Browns must be discussed, as they must every season. But this season it's for a different reason. Tis the season for the reason, though. Am I right, Kyle? Reason for a reason. How did that go? What was that sign? <laughs> the, the, the sign was closed for the season, reason, freezing. But we uh. changed it to close for <laughs> the reason, season, as reason, ass eaten. Yeah. yeah, it's always <laughs> ass eaten season. So. But the Browns, 9-3 and three now. Um, and I think a lot of this us before this weekend said, you know, they haven't had a good win. Can they hang with these playoff opponents? Well, they stomped the Titans. The Titans made a late comeback, but that game was never close until the very last seconds. Um, what do we think about this team? Do you think, I mean, are they, uh, do you think they're a contender for the Super Bowl? Or do you think they're just a solid playoff team? Do you think they're fake completely? What do you think, Kyle? It's tough. Um,
2: I mean, Nick Chubb is arguably one of the best pure runners in the NFL. Running backs man, don't matter. I say. However, <laughs> however, he is, you know, one of the, the best pure runners in the NFL. So, And then you have the tandem, right, with Kareem Hunt, who has shown since being on Kansas City, is one of the best receiving running backs out of the backfield. Um, so that one-two punch for them, I think – especially with their offensive line is um, deadly. Uh, But at the same time, you know, this team really started rolling when Odell went down. I don't know what that has to say about Odell. Is he really, you know, his rookie season was one of the best rookie seasons we've ever seen. And he kind of replicated that his next year, but then he's just been so cursed with injuries. So, you know, I I don't know how Odell going down really helped them at all, but all of a sudden too, they are now throwing the ball at just like outrageous amount. I got, I mean, Baker, what was like 19 for like 26 in just the first half last week, this past week against the Titans. Um, I mean the Titans had a a, a good amount of defensive players out too. So I don't want to overreact too much, but I, you have to give them credit. They look a lot better than I think we all expected. Um, do I think they're Super Bowl contenders? I think that might be a stretch. There's really only, you know, I think three, four teams maybe that I would consider Super Bowl contenders. Well, exactly, but they're right two, there. Right? They're right. There. <laughs> yeah. But I do think they're knocking on the door. I just, I just don't know how much more they could. I
0: don't think they could really be any better than they are. I think that um, Seth. Before you jump in, I was just looking at their schedule it could be part of it, not just necessarily losing OBJ, but I mean when they went on this little run, I mean they played the Bengals, the Texans, the Eagles, and the Jaguars. So right. yeah. you know, that may have less to do with the injury, more with the competition, but this win this weekend against the Titans was certainly impressive. Seth, what do you think about this team?
1: Yeah, I think I'm on the same page with Kyle. Um, I think they have a they have my guy, Stubbing Kevin excuse me. Kevin Stefansky also known as Stevan Kofanski, um, former Vikings assistant coach who I really wanted us to be able to keep, but had a chance for a head coaching job. So, um, So I think he's really done a good job of maximizing this offense. It's funny, I feel like the Browns this year are kind of what we expected them to do last year at the beginning of the season where the the previous year Baker had shown so much promise and then Baker was just garbage last year. And then I think a lot of people kind of wrote off the Browns because Baker just doesn't have it. And this year, whether it's him, just improving feeling a little bit more comfortable the way they're using him, the offense, having uh, a more legitimate running game to go along with it. Um, I think all those things combined make Baker at least look a lot better this year.
0: Yeah, it's like um, a, it's like they're like a post hype team, right? And mm-hmm. I think the one thing we didn't see coming into the last year was just how bad Freddie Kitchens was, right? Like that's one thing we didn't anticipate. Wow. And I think just having that's a so professional effort. level, <laughs> just having a professional level coach is probably worth like four wins, right? So it makes a lot of sense when you look at it that way. Yeah, so I'm with Kyle. I
1: don't think – they're not in my in my top-tier group of Super Bowl contenders, but I think they will make the playoffs, and they're not, like, faking their way to a playoff spot. I think it's legit.
0: Yeah, I mean, they have the Jets left, so they're going to get to 10 wins, and they're going to make the playoffs. Um, yeah, they have the Jets I, and
2: uh, another shitty team. Uh, well,
0: you might have thought Giants, but Giants are looking kind of frisky, so it's not a guaranteed win, but I would still favor them in that game. Um, yeah, I kind of where I kind of landed was I don't see them beating the Steelers, the Chiefs, but anyone else in the AFC, I wouldn't be shocked if they beat them in the playoffs, especially since one of those teams they just beat this weekend. So, right. Um, speaking of the Steelers, the loss we? that
1: shocked the world. Were we speaking of the Steelers?
0: Yeah, I said they wouldn't be the Steelers or the Chiefs. I mentioned them mm-hmm. briefly, a little name drop. Okay uh <laughs> i just realized that the banana painting behind you looks like an octopus moving and i just now i'm a little unnerved moving how you see it right it's not moving it's just bananas <laughs> i don't know how it could be moving this is great for those that aren't watching the youtube video um so the steelers is good lost. for those who are watching the youtube video <laughs> i mean it's fine <laughs> so <laughs> the steelers lost to the washington football team of washington um, breaking their undefeated season, they were eleven and zero. I don't know if any of us, you know, thought they were the best team in the league or would finish we the season didn't. undefeated. We talked about but, it last time, <laughs> right? But it's still <laughs> quite the upset. Um, a lot of people are talking about the Steelers being too one-dimensional, not being able to run the ball. Kyle, I can already tell you're going to disagree with that. Um, Seth, what are guy. you? <laughs> Seth, what are your thoughts on this game? Do you think it changes your mind about the Steelers? are you more impressed with Washington now or was it just kind of an aberration?
1: I think mostly an aberration. Washington all season has been kind of inconsistent and to some extent, like playing up to the level of their competition where they'd, they'd stay in games that we didn't expect them to. And then also like lose to some bad opponents. And I think the Steelers, you know, I've had a lot of close games and managed to pull them out. And I still think they're a great team, Um, another very well-coached team. And, yeah, I'm not going to – even if the Steelers had gone undefeated, like we talked about last time, I would still have the Chiefs over them. But yeah, I don't think this really changes my opinion of them too much.
2: No, I think really um it's more of a um eye opener for the football team of washington, of course uh, Naturally. <laughs> so I didn't think Washington was gonna be a terrible team uh initially um the the decision to bench you know second year quarterback um why can't think of his name? I wanted to say Cardell Jones. <laughs> Jones. It's not Cardell uh, Jones. The same <laughs> I miss Cardell. They're both from Ohio state. They're both yeah. big quarterbacks. Dwayne terrible. Haskins. You're talking about, I am talking about Dwayne, Dwayne, the main Haskins. Um, <laughs> and, and the option really, you know, to go
0: with um, Alex uh, Smith, which is funny because the first day went with Kyle Allen and then he also had a terrible injury. <laughs> yeah, Kyle Allen just sucked. That was just stupid to even use him in the first place. But yeah. um, I
2: think, you know, obviously a lock for comeback player of the year. There's no one else that's going to win that award besides Alex Smith. Not only that, he took a cleat or a spike to the leg the other day and just started bleeding like crazy. Got taped up and came right back in the game like nothing happened. Apparently, once you have the most gruesome leg injury
0: <laughs> that you could possibly have, any other type of injury just doesn't affect you. No problem. Um, yeah, That was blood disgusting. Blood. Cassie was just like kind of watching while well, I was watching, and she was like, Why are they showing this on TV? <laughs> <laughs> That's football, baby. Um,
2: <laughs> but I th- defense, too, their defense has um, really shown up recently. And I think, obviously, the effect of Chase Young is just huge. He's, you know, he's was one of the best defensive prospects over the last, I don't know, Three four years for a reason, and he's really proving it now too. And yeah, um, you know, Mike Tomlin even gave the compliment after the game, kind of a backhanded compliment, I guess, saying that um, that in order to draft a player like him, he would have to lose double digit games in a season, and he would never want to do that or never attempt yeah, to I do that. that. But for a player like him to be able to get him right, it's um, it's a game changer essentially, right? Have he's like. I, He's gonna be the next Aaron Donald. And I don't he think is that's like, like, he's don't like think the that's next crazy to say. He's honestly no. a freak of nature.
0: He he's one of those guys that like pops even on TV. Like you just see him next to someone else. You're like, is are they even same, the same species? Like
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he made what two, three of the biggest plays of the entire game. What was it in the first half when the Steelers had the ball at the one yard line uh, and decided to just run jumbo up the middle three times four times in a row, which is the dumbest thing they could have done. But the fourth down, he comes out of nowhere and drops, uh who was it, Jalen Samuels, without letting him score a touchdown. Outrageous to get off the line like that and just beat every defender or offensive lineman. And then at the end of the game, to come out of nowhere and make that last stop. Like he yeah. is insane. And honestly, this team going forward, if they're projected to draft a quarterback, you draft a good quarterback on that team and make a play for another wide receiver in the off season or even draft one of these upcoming rookie wide receivers, which this class is loaded to watch out.
0: Yeah. I think, um, chase with chase young and miles Garrett, those are the, those are the future of the D line. And miles is probably already like the second best defensive lineman in the league and chase Young's not far behind him. And, um, Like you said, if they, if they shore up the quarterback position, this is definitely, I think a playoff contender next year Um, could even be in the playoffs this year, which let's just talk about that next. This NFC East, all the NFC East fans are like, see, we're not that bad because the giants beat Seattle and Washington beat the Steelers. Um, I want to talk about who you think is going to win this division and with what record, because all the teams are under 500, as we know. Most likely, will be under 500 heading into the playoffs. Seth, who do you think is going to win this division? I'm going to take the Giants.
1: Um, now, you asked me what with what record, so I'd have to look up their full last They schedule. got uh,
0: Cardinals, Browns, Ravens, Cowboys. Can they win two of those, you think?
1: Yeah, they could, they could go two out of two in the last
2: four. Um, to really put, I don't think they do. Yeah,
0: that's the real question I mean the, is who can win two games over the next four? <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: I think it'll be the Giants. I think um, they've really looked a lot better recently. And maybe it's just because, you know, I have seen them play the most recently because they played the Seahawks. Um, and I watch the Seahawks very closely because they're quarterbacked by the love of my life. Um, but yeah, I don't know. They, especially their defense, like really looked legit and their pass rush really looked regi- legit um, against the Seahawks on Sunday. So I think that goes a long way. And none of these teams really have excellent quarterback play. So I think that'll kind of just even out and it'll come down to. Defense and like who can get some turnovers and make plays. So my only question is,
0: like, how long is Daniel Jones out, and how many games can Colt McCoy win? Because <laughs> he hadn't won one in, since like 2013 or something. Coming to this game, um, I'm looking at. I think I'm going to take Washington to win this division. Speaking of them, because nope. I'm just looking at their schedule, they got the Niners, Seahawks, Panthers, and Eagles. I think they can win two out of the three of the Niners, Panthers, Eagles. So
2: why are you gonna think, write them off against the Seahawks? They have a much I,
0: better defense and I think offense than than the Giants. I'm, yeah, I guess I'm just kind of thinking that the Seahawks will figure some things out by then, but maybe I'm wrong. You um, really you guys
2: really trust Pete Carroll way too much. <laughs> I love Pete Carroll.
1: I mean, you know, he's shown us in the past that all he does is win. So I don't know why we should. I mean, the only all, reason they lost. Matter.
2: The only reason they lost the game the other day was because Russ didn't complete one more pass, or they didn't run one more time. Exactly. Yeah. If they would have just they completed had one it. more pass or ran one more time, according to Pete Carroll, that fifty number, that fifty completions and rush attempts, that's the magic number to win a game. They just missed it.
0: Absolutely. I mean, and they okay. Just barely I mean, lost, so it makes. They sense. could obviously be the Seahawks, but the Seahawks are eight and four, and they're five and seven. So I'm not going to count on that, you know. Um, but I do think they have an easier path to two wins than the Giants, just based on the schedule. And dare I say, I trust Alex Smith more than Colton I think McCoy they win slash Daniel next, Jones.
2: Three of their last four games, and they win. It's really three, possible?
0: They, they end up making the playoffs with eight and eight record. That would be more respectable than the NFC East could have hoped for <laughs> three yeah, weeks ago. <laughs> sure. The Washington football team is everything the NFC East needed. Speaking of the NFC East, <laughs> are we excited for Jalen Hurts? You finally came in and. um you know, ecstatic. He is better than Carson Wentz. I'll say that. Uh, yeah, obviously. He looks decent. He can move and doesn't take six sacks a game so far. So. <laughs> Looking forward to watching him. I mean, yeah. I mean,
2: everything that Jalen Hurts showed in college, uh, he's honestly the next, uh, next big dual threat quarterback, in my opinion. Like, just think of. I guess this is going to sound dumb, probably crazy. I can't. Probably wait. not. Kyler Murray with an extra what, what do you say, 14 to 15 inches of height? <laughs> a little slower, but just as good of a runner. Maybe not as accurate as a passer,
0: but could definitely launch a ball downfield. It keeps getting worse and worse. He's like, ah, he's not as fast, not as accurate, but, you know. I, I said, It'll be interesting to see what plays out because I feel like there's such a wide range of um, feelings on him all around the league. Like, a lot of scouts coming in were like, well, this is, like, going to be a backup quarterback. And then some people, like you said, Kyle, like this guy's shown so many flashes. You got to give him a chance and and see what happens. And like we've talked about before, you just have to be mobile today. You just do. And, you know, at least he has that. Um, I mean, they they took him in the second round for
2: a reason. mm -hmm. You know, I mean, they just what the Carson Wentz has a contract that kicks in starting next year. You don't take just a backup quarterback in the second round when there's other positions on your team that need to be filled. Like, the, that was a calculated play for a reason. Did they not expect Carson, you know, to be his full self coming into the season and it was kind of a second-round insurance pick? Maybe. But Carson Wentz might have one of the worst cases of the yips that I've ever seen in the NFL right now. He's probably, depending on how hurts plays out the rest of the year, as long as he keeps the job, Carson's probably on the move, right? He has to be. I would think so. Yeah. I mean, it's got, I've seen a lot of possibly the Colts makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And maybe that's all he needs because uh, I did see, you know, a a report of one of the big reasons why Wentz is so um, not confident anymore playing quarterback for the Eagles is had to do with the, the pressure that Hertz was putting on him in practices and, uh, what he was showing in practices and essentially outperforming him outside of games, and Wentz couldn't—you know—he he just had that pressure on him, and he just wasn't. That's that's the report I read from sources inside the locker room—is what it said.
0: It was Carson himself. He's like, <laughs> I just don't have it, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, so that'll be interesting. Um, I do want to talk before we go to our QB tiers that everyone's just been waiting in anticipation for. I want to go over who we think is going to sneak into the wild card in both in both conferences because we're getting close here and we can kind of look at the schedules and try to figure it out. Um, let's start with the NFC. So right now, Seahawks, whoever doesn't win the division between Seahawks and Rams seems pretty locked into the wild card, um, as does Tampa Bay, but we'll see how that goes. They're coming off a of bye. Uh, the other teams in contention are the Vikings, Cardinals, and Niners, basically for that last wild card spot. So Seth, why don't you start us off? Tell me who you think is going to make it. Um, if you think one of those three teams makes it, or maybe two of them, and Tampa Bay drops out, what do you think?
1: I don't see Tampa Bay dropping out.
0: Their uh, schedule is is pretty favorable.
1: Right. Uh, they
0: have they have the your your homegrown Vikings Falcons twice and the Lions. So I just don't foresee them dropping out.
1: Right. So I mean. Well, I'm torn because on the one hand, I would like the Vikings to make the playoffs because it's always fun when your favorite team makes the playoffs. Yeah. And we'll probably lose in the first round, but it'd be exciting. And who knows? Anything wild could happen. On the other hand, the more success we have as a team, the more validation the team has to keep Kirk Cousins around, which – as long as we have him, we're not going anywhere. Yeah. So I kind of rather like to crash and burn. um, And then maybe they would like be interested in making a change at the quarterback position. So, but at the same time, it sounds like Kyler Murray is playing through an injury and has really been limited in the run game the last few games. So I don't really see the Cardinals Finishing out the season strong. And the Niners have been up and down all year. Um, so, fuck it. I'll take the Vikings.
0: We always knew. <laughs> Kyle, just say the Cardinals. I mean, because you made that bet with me, so. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm going to say the Cardinals. Obviously, the Kyler Murray injury is definitely worrisome. But, um, right, we got the... The Vikings have Tampa Bay and the Saints, and the Bears' defense. Obviously, they beat the Bears just a few weeks ago, right? But uh, we always split, though. Right. <laughs> so uh, they could win. Thinking two the on the Bears' course. win after they've lost six in a row. Yeah, six or seven. I hope. I hope the Bears lose. Honestly, I hope they lose that game. But um, the Cardinals, on the other hand, right? They got the Giants this week. And then the Eagles should be two wins. Uh, 49ers, I just don't know when they're going to be fully healthy. They didn't look – I expected them to play a much more competitive game against the Bills this week than they actually did. Um, offensively, they're getting healthy again. But, um, you know, Josh Allen just lit them up. And if Josh Allen can light them up, uh, I have faith in in Kyler. But at the same time, I'm starting to think that Cliff
0: Kingsbury might be a fake sharp. Dude, he's one of the I, don't. I think he's probably one of the worst coaches in the league at least in game. Oh, whoa. Okay. At least in game management it seems like. Yeah.
2: He makes some really good decisions sometimes, but when it comes down to it, he's got uh he's like it's it's the Andy Re- the early Andy Reed problem where Andy Reid just didn't know how to, you know, make the right calls when the game was on the line wasting timeouts and doing stupid stuff um so uh, the way that they're using like deandre hopkins the last like three weeks he i don't think he's caught a ball farther than
0: like 15 yards downfield for some reason i can explain that that. it's because i traded him to saturn fantasy this is your i specifically spoke to cliff about (laughs) that
2: (laughs) so i'm 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 gonna go with the cardinals they're my you know Favorite team outside the Bears, so.
0: I think that's a safe pick, even despite making that bet against you and hoping that they don't even make the playoffs so I automatically win it. I do think they're the safest pick. Honestly, if the 49ers had beaten the Bills, I would have picked them, and that might be recency bias, but, like, they just look so bad against the Bills that I just don't know if Nick Mullins is just – it has enough to make them make this wild card. Like, he looked really bad. Did you see the graphic they put on the screen the other day? I texted (laughs) Seth about it. It was like the the greatest quarterbacks of all time in Nick (laughs) Mullins.
2: Third in passing yards all time through his first 12 starts. How outrageous is that?
0: And it was behind Patrick Mahomes and
2: Andrew Luck. (laughs) Well, it's
1: also because they – you know, he's only in the game – he's only started when the the starter has been out. Yeah. then the team's bad, so
0: he has to pass yeah. all game,
1: you know. But yeah,
0: right. just it was funny. Well. Um, So I, I just don't... I mean, listen, the Niners have the best coach out of those three, I would say. And um, it's dumb. Yeah, and I would have said they're the best team coming into this season out of those three. But the injuries have really just cost them. So yeah, will yeah, go Cardinals, screwed. but I wouldn't be shocked if the other two made it. Um, How about in the in the AFC where it's a little more wide open. Uh, I think we said that we think the Browns are locked based on their schedule and their record already. And then you have the Dolphins, the Colts, or the Titans, whoever doesn't win that division, the Ravens and the Patriots all for those final two wild cards. So Kyle, who do you see, who do you see grabbing those final spots behind the Browns?
2: Pretty sure I called the Dolphins to make the playoffs at the beginning of the year. So I kind of have to stick to my guns. However, they have a tough schedule. (laughs) Yeah. They got the chiefs. Uh, I'm not super worried about the Patriots, uh, to an extent, right? Like, I don't, I don't worry about the Patriots because of Cam Newton. I worry about the Patriots because of, um, Gilmore. So,
0: yeah. um, Yeah. They have the Chiefs, Patriots, Raiders, and Bills, which is a gauntlet to be sure.
2: Yeah. I'm not worried about the Raiders. They almost, they should have lost to the Jets. (laughs) Right. So, um, if they could win two out of those four games and I think it's probably the Raiders and then either the Patriots or, or the bills, like if the bills have it locked up, there's no reason for them to play. Right. So to play like Josh Allen and and that. So
0: I forgot to even mention
2: the Raiders who are also in contention for this. Yeah, The Raiders are in contention. Yeah. (laughs) So I got, I'm going to stick with the dolphins. Um, man. And I know I was so high on the, uh, on the, the Ravens coming into the season, but, they
0: just, they're the offensive coordinating yips is what they got. They're the, I mean, they've also one of those teams that may have like the Niners that may have passed the point of no return with injuries where it's just like, what are we supposed to do, right?
2: Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I, I think it's got to be the Colts. I think they just got to keep that spot. They play the Raiders, the Texans, and the Jaguars, three of their last four games, and they have the Steelers who aren't an undefeated team and should have never been, and – I don't trust Philip Rivers. Have never
0: been. As far as I could tell. They should lost the first game. It's like as if they were coached by Pete Carroll. That wins me nothing. I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I. As long as they keep using Jonathan Taylor, who's the best rookie running back out of this class, then they're good to go. I would say, I would agree with you that. I think Colts Titans are definitely going to be in whoever doesn't win that division. Cause those are two very good. i Oh, trying to estimation. think about the Titans. Them flip-flopping. So, yeah. Yeah, so slide whoever that's into the second wild card. To me, it comes down to the third one between Miami and the Ravens. That's what it comes down to for me. Yeah. don't think the Patriots have enough. Well. I don't think the Patriots have enough, despite Bill Belichick putting this team on his 79-year-old back. Um, Miami's schedule, Worried I don't know. So. I think I just might have to go Ravens.
2: Their defense um, is so good, though, and I love Brian Flores. He's just kind of he's one of those coaches that he's he's gonna rally the troops
0: to to fight out some of these ugly wins, I think, coming down the stretch. That's such a toss-up for me. I just looked at the Ravens schedule though, and they have the Jags, the Giants, the Cowboys, and the Bengals left. Right? I mean you tell me they're not winning all four of those games?
2: Yeah, but even if they do, what they're ten and ten and five, they have to win tonight. They're losing against Dallas, right? right they're now. losing to the Cowboys right now. But well that's certainly
0: <laughs> but to it's to my point.
2: In the second quarter, so it's not like the games Yeah, yeah
0: over, It's early. But if they can't if they can't beat Dallas, then yeah, if they if they can't beat Dallas, then definitely Miami. <laughs> but I'm just saying if they beat Dallas, they still have the Bengals and the Jags on their schedule, which no one else has. And not that detention. it even
2: matters, but Des Bryant retired before the game started tonight. So that's another player they lost. He retired? Yeah, he got COVID, and he said, fuck this. Yeah,
1: he said, I'm done for the season. You know what? I respect <laughs> that. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I didn't look at it super closely, but I feel like he fought really hard to get back, and it's kind of sucks to, like, throw all that away just because of, like, you don't like the COVID protocols. But Yeah,
0: I mean, I don't know the situation. I'm just break- – you're breaking news to me right now, so – i just i gotta uh,
2: gotta stick with whoever between the titans and the colts don't end up first in that division in miami i called miami to make the playoffs before the season started
0: you know me i stick to my guns i think that's a safe bet we'll see what happens with the ravens that's probably the only other team i'd be worried about what's the raiders Um, schedule the raiders
2: i mean they got the colts chargers dolphins and broncos the chargers and broncos they could win those obviously obviously definitely be worried about the Colts and the, the Dolphins so they could make a push i would probably i would have probably honestly, would have prob- the last wild card might come down to that Miami Raiders
0: yeah. game yeah and i would have probably i would, have probably, I would have probably had more faith in the Raiders in this conversation last before the last two weeks yeah, yeah. but losing 43 to 6 to the Falcons and then needing a hail mary that's only happened like a Once few times in history
2: 45 plays over the last i think 20 years or something i read
0: it was worse than that it was like it was like no team has sent six or more people blitzing in that scenario in the last 200 something games and the jets were the first to do it and obviously well, they got hurt.
2: he's a fucking moron i hate him he's a terrible coach and
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> he, he does bad. seem that way also i don't understand why everyone was like oh, the Jets tanking, like, that was that was fishy. It's like, oh, you think Greg Williams and Adam Gase, who aren't even going to be here after the year, were like, hey, let's, let's go ahead and throw this game so that the team can get Trevor Lawrence for next year when we're not here and we're on a beach in Cabo or whatever we are. Like, how no. would that be possible? <laughs>
2: Honestly, that's just Greg Williams doing what Greg Williams does. He always, anytime it's a play like that at the end of the game or it's like a third and long, he sends the house. That's just what he does, and he just hopes – that they get to the quarterback. They didn't get to the quarterback,
0: you got beat. I mean, with any Greg with two G's in their name, I don't trust. So I'm just saying that.
2: You Every Greg G's? has two G's in their name.
0: Oh my god, you're right. He <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: you doesn't right. trust
0: anyone named Greg. <laughs> it's time. It's the moment our five listeners have been waiting for. Our QB tiers. This is gonna be wild. I think we each have five-ish tiers. I have eleven sub tiers. <laughs> um why don't we just go ahead and start from the top boys um Seth, I can already tell I don't even have to look at your list or hear it from you I already know two things number one Russell Wilson will be in his own tier right behind Patty and number two <clears throat> Kirk Cousins will have his behind own tier in front of <laughs> number two Kirk Cousins will have his own tier behind everyone else so you don't even have to you don't have to read your list probably uh
1: it's like, The one time
0: I, I prepare the for the podcast, you don't even want to hear it. <laughs> uh, let's start with our tier ones. Um, who wants to start? Who wants, who wants the big? This is big. Okay. You can't screw this up. This is the QB tiers. This
2: is the easiest tier though.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, if it's so easy, Kyle, why don't you start?
2: <laughs> I don't know how many of you guys have. We haven't gone over this at all. And for some reason, I'm the only one that put my tiers in the show sheet. So <laughs> I wrote mine down pen on paper like they did in the old days. Um. obviously Mahomes tier one. Yeah. Russell Wilson tier one. He would probably be in a tier of his own if he didn't have Pete Carroll as his coach. Deshaun Watson and Dak Prescott. That's my top tier quarterback list.
0: That's so fair. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. One. Um. Yeah, I was going to say I have like 36 quarterbacks because of all the injuries and stuff. So it was like limited Dak to isn't even was starting. Right now.
2: Actually, except for the Jaguars. I did
0: not include Glennon. I went Gardner. I did them both. Um, They're both in so, the same
2: tier. It doesn't matter.
0: So my tier one is broken into, into two sub-tiers. Uh, tier one is called the Patty tier, and it's just Patrick Mahomes. I mean, honestly, like, if we're being honest, like, who's even close to him, right? Like, he's by far... Oh, like other three guys style. I just stated. I know what you're saying. I do he think does he's does just... That. If
2: you had to rank the players in the tier, Mahomes is hands down number one. He's gonna end up being probably the best quarterback of all time.
0: Yeah, I was talking to Seth about this the other day and he was like, What did you say, Seth, who's the best quarterback you've ever seen? And I said, like, if we're not taking career into ex- it's easily Patrick Mahomes, if we're not taking career longevity into account at all. Like it's by far Patrick. What do you um,
2: what does Mahomes look like if he was put on Well, the- he's like jets. average height. He's got curly hair. And he sounds uh. like a frog. We know that. If you put him I mean, on the Jets, what does he do though? I mean, he's still does, great. Do you still but regard him as the best quarterback?
0: Of course, it's a perfect marriage. It's like Brady and it Belichick, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, you can't take Brady without Belichick, you can't take Mahomes without Reed. That being said, what he does, like, we would still be maybe would be like kind of like Matthew Stafford or something, where we'd be like, Wow, look at those <laughs> look at those throws. Too bad his team's ass. So I, I do think it, he definitely walked into the best situation possible for him, but the man give does that you have never
2: seen before. Yeah. yeah there, there's no doubt.
0: Yeah. Um, and then below in tier two, which I call really future hall of each person would give you each tier and we'll go This around. is a sub tier. Sorry. My, my, my sub tier and tier one, one B. <laughs> yeah. Which is future hall of famers that are still elite. I have Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, So I only have those three in tier one. Seth. Okay. And just to be clear, we're just
1: talking about where they're at in their career right now, not like.
2: Correct.
0: Yeah, yeah this is in
2: 2020. Obviously, otherwise, we would have said I, I right. honestly don't know how I was supposed to do this. So. Yeah,
1: it's fine. Okay. So, <laughs> so my subjective. first tier is labeled The Love of My Life. And that has one person in it, which is Russell Wilson. After that is the next tier, which is called a franchise changer. And that's Mahomes. So I have Mahomes in a tier of his own. And then, <laughs> Still
0: below my first tier, though.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: So those are the top two tiers. Do and then my Do you truly tier.
2: think that Russell Wilson's a better quarterback than Mahomes? No. Okay. I think they're to unbiased. Yeah,
1: unbiased, I'd have them both in the top tier, probably, with Mahomes ranked slightly higher. And then I think the next tier after that, I have – Aaron Rodgers, Kyler, and Deshaun.
2: Okay. So, again, this is like Tier 1 with three subsets, kind of like Sam's. That's my Tier – yeah. No, I mean, like that's how you broke that's it up. my but... Tier 2. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, Tier – for Seth, Tier, tier 1 is... is only Wilson and Mahomes, basically. <laughs> yeah. And then his Tier 2 is Deshaun and Kyler. Would and you Aaron put Dak Rogers. in there if he was – and Aaron Rodgers. Would you put Dak in there as well if he's still healthy? No, I have Dak in the next Tier. Okay. So my tier two is called, can single-handedly win you games, and it includes Deshaun, Kyler, Dak Prescott, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, and Joe Burrow. Kyle, who do you have in your tier two?
2: My tier two is labeled tier two, and (laughs) in, in no specific order, I have Lamar, I got Kyler, I have Aaron Rodgers and I have Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, and Ryan Tannehill.
0: So, the most notable differences, Seth, have we even talked about your tier two? Or that was your tier two, right?
1: <laughs> right. So, my tier two, as we talked about, Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson.
0: All right. Give us your next tier.
1: My next tier is also small. And it's just Dak and Lamar.
0: Okay. So I think it's fair to stop there and, and re- reconsider what we have. So I think one of the most notable things is that Kyle seems to have Aaron Rodgers a little lower. Uh, Kyle, why, why do you think that is
2: Yeah, a little lower? He's in my second tier of quarterbacks. I just, I, he's great. I mean, you know, he is, but, um, He's. I don't think he's the Mahomes, Russ, Deshaun, Dak level still. Uh, I guess maybe if I was considering his entire longevity of his career, then he'd probably be up there. But I was kind of looking at it right now. Yeah, just right now. Just right now. He's in that second tier with the other, you know, like Sam said, I think that's a good way of explaining it, can single-handedly win a game. Mm-hmm. So you think Ryan Tannehill can single handedly win a game? Yeah.
0: Yeah. See, I don't. I don't feel that way about Ryan. I think he has a great offensive coordinator. He has a great run game, which allows him to use the play action. I think Not without to run
2: a play action, but go ahead.
0: Well, I think without the play calling and how good the rest of his team is, I think that he would be and you can say this about a lot of quarterbacks right. that you will hear in my, in my future tiers, <laughs> I think that he would be just okay.
2: Right. I mean, if you asked me a couple of years ago when he was the quarterback for Adam Gase, hell no, he would have been in the last tier, but Adam Gase is just a, a terrible coach and doesn't know how to coach. Um, and <laughs> yeah, so the, what Ryan Tannehill has right now is kind of the perfect marriage for him. Just similar to, you know, in the sense of Mahomes and Andy Reid, what Vrabel has with Tannehill and the way that offense is run, I, you know, if Derrick Henry were to go down, I'm confident to say that Ryan Tannehill could lead that team and win a game.
0: That's a good point, a counterpoint with Lamar because I was kind of going to say, like, well, anyone in my top two tiers should be irrespective of, of play calling and, um, yeah, I to know, a it's, game. but Lamar is. I'm not sure Lamar is that because I haven't seen him in a different situation. It's easier to say that about Tannehill because we've seen him in a different situation, right? Right, yeah. But you plop Lamar onto another team, I don't know how we're going to be talking about him, right?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I know. I, I was looking at it, I was like, no one else is going to have Tannehill this high, but I he's shown right, he has the ability, and I, I he's a really good athlete, he's a really good quarterback. He was in college, and Adam Gase ruined him and he was one of those specimen where you take him away from Adam Gase and he really blossoms. And that's what he did. Yeah. Yeah. I have, yeah. I just
1: felt like, I mean, I have Aaron Rodgers two tiers ahead of Ryan Tannehill, but it's also how big are the
0: tiers is the question.
2: Yeah. I think I just said done this before, like labeled what, the tiers were, and then it could have been easier. So we could have all been a little more cohesive. But
0: no, I don't think so. I think, I think it's very subjective. Tiers are, right? it's, yeah. it's how you feel like they should be separated. And for me, it's kind of like Mahomes, Wilson and Rogers deserve to be in their own tier. And then anyone else in the next tier could win a game for me, but they're just not in the same level as them. You know?
1: I just feel like, yeah, it's you're down by six, two minutes left. Aaron Rodgers has the ball and I'm cheering for the other team. And I'm like, We're, we lost games over. They're going to win. And I don't feel that way about Tannehill or, you know, the other guys. So that's why I feel that way about <clears throat> really Russ, Mahomes, Rodgers, and to some extent, Kyler and Deshaun. And then everyone else, not so much. So if we can move to my next tier, because that's some of these players we've been discussing. Yep. This is like what I consider a solid quarterback where they're definitely above replacement level. If they're the quarterback of my team, I'm feeling fine about it, but it's not like, oh, I have complete faith in them. And if they ever make a mistake, I'm going to be shocked. So in that tier, I have the aforementioned Ryan Tannehill, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Teddy Bridgewater, Matt Ryan, Big Ben, Stafford, and Brady, and, and Derek Carr. So it's a kind of an interesting mix of some of the young players who haven't hit their peak yet, which I would say Tannehill, Josh Allen, and certainly Herbert and Burrow, and then some of the older players who are past their prime, but still like I feel confident in like Matt Ryan, Big Ben and Brady.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because Kyle, we, we had Herbert and Burrow already in that tier two that we think can single handedly win you a game. Um and it's it's exciting for the league that they're even in that conversation when
2: the whole, it's their rookie season, the right? And Joe comes back uh, yeah. with being the same player that he was. That's kind of what I'm hanging hanging my hat on and him being in that second tier.
0: Yep, same. Uh Okay, so my next tier is pretty big, tier three we're on right now. Um, first sub-tier, Noodle Arm Future Hall of Famers who still have their brains. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger. Tier five, so sorry, this is tier three, but sub-tier five, of course, is called Eh plus Josh Allen. So I have Josh Allen leading that tier, and then Matthew Stafford and Matt Ryan, who I always feel like everyone's like, wow, they're so talented. And I'm just left cold after every watching every one of their games. And then next sub tier is won't lose you games, but great. If you call play action plays for them, which is Ryan Tannehill, who we discussed at length, Teddy Bridgewater, Tua himself, uh, Gardner Minshew, our boy, Kyle, Jimmy great. G and Alex Smith rounding out that tier. So that might be a bigger tier than what you guys have. I and mean, I mean, I'm all the way, the, all the way down to my 21st ranked quarterback. So, Obviously, we're getting into not-so-good quarterbacks. It's a pretty big tier, but Kyle, who do you have in your tier three?
2: Sorry, I was counting how many I had. After tier three, I will also have listed 21 quarterbacks. Um, wow. So my tier three, again, no specific order, um, Tua, Tagovaiola, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Two Gloves, Sam Darnold, mm. Baker Mayfield, Derek Carr, Matthew Stafford, Jared Goff, Matt Ryan, and
0: Daniel Jones. Okay, Seth, why don't you list another tier to catch up to us, and then we'll discuss. Okay. Get up this to, this tier, get, count, it, count
2: it and get up to 21 players.
1: Well, uh, I've it. 27 by the end of this tier, so unless okay, you want to stop me no, mid-tier. No so these are what i labeled as starting quarterbacks so i think they deserve a starting job and i
2: can guarantee
1: you kirk cousins isn't on this too <laughs> <laughs> even close um so i've got baker mayfield um some of those noodle-armed quarterbacks like sam was talking about philip rivers drew brees and then jared goff carson Wentz, jimmy g tua daniel jones sam darnold and Taysom Hill.
0: So, one, a couple interesting things. You guys seem higher on Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield than I am, since I haven't mentioned them yet. Um, I think that both of them are pretty young still, so it's hard to say. But what do you guys see in them that makes you think that they should be a tier above where I have them?
2: I. So this is one of those subjective things, right? Where I looked at also kind of these younger quarterbacks and who they were as prospects and Darnold as a prospect was one of the the best quarterback prospects, right? Is what people were saying in his draft. Um, and Baker Mayfield was up there too. Like what they did in college um, and what they should have done in the pros, right? Baker wasn't put into an opportune situation. Sam Darnold definitely wasn't put into any type of opportune situation Um, I just think they definitely have the skills and that's what I'm banking my hat on they've shown right especially right what we just saw with uh, Mayfield even just this past weekend um, and the last few weeks he has it still Um, you know I think he's lost he he maybe lost some confidence early on in the season or uh, you know being on a losing team that definitely is hard to overcome, but now when all you know, they're they're in a they're rolling. Uh, Mayfield is the the type of quarterback that, um, you know he's not just average; he's above an average quarterback in my opinion. Uh, and the same with Darnold. Like if Darnold is, if they get rid of Gase, um, and you know they're gonna draft. Trevor Lawrence, most likely. Uh, So what happens to Darnold then? I hope he doesn't, you know, go and be a backup somewhere because he has a lot of the tools that a quarterback needs to be successful in the NFL. And he just didn't have anyone to really show him how to do it. And I, 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 I I hope, is it hold my hat or I, whatever. Is that what it is? You'll eat your hat. I hold my hat on. Uh, Just the the fact that I know coming into the league how good he could have been, and I still think he can be that good, he just – he's not in the situation for it.
0: Well, yeah, I will say that Baker, at least, probably deserves to be in my tier that I mentioned where it's won't lose you games, but great if you call play action. I mean, we've seen what he can do with a run game and play action, right? He eviscerated the Titans just this last weekend. Darnold, I'm just not so sure. It's just hard for me to say without seeing it. Um, I mean, I see flashes, but I would love to see him somewhere else besides the Jets. And, you know, that's that's how it is, like we said, with the yeah. players in this tier. If they're not in Tier 1 and Tier 2, it really depends on their situation and their play caller, right, as we know. So another interesting thing I wanted to hit on about the tiers we just did is I have the noodle-arm quarterbacks quite a bit higher than you guys do. I, I mean, they were my – they're like noodle arm quarterbacks. <laughs> they're my, my QBs. Ten. Armed. <laughs> they were my QBs 10 through 12, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and Ben Roethlisberger. And it's like I know that we bemoan the fact that they they don't have the skills they once did, right? They're future Hall of Famers, but they don't they don't have the arms they once did. They don't have they don't have any mobility, which as we know in this day and age is critical. Despite all that, right? I mean these three guys have eight combined losses between them and i know they have very good surrounding cast but as much as we hate hate it like these guys still get it done because they have the brains they have all this experience in the league they know everything about the opposing defenses and they don't make dumb throws and i don't know i just still i would still rather have them than people in the tier below do you agree with that seth does that make sense yeah, I think we have them roughly in the same spot. I have them
1: – well, Ben and Brady I have in the 7 to 13 in range. Um, and then Breeze I have in the next tier because, I don't know, it, I feel like the Saints got better when you replaced Breeze with Taysom Hill. So if it's hard for me to have a lot of confidence in Breeze then. Um But, yeah, I think I'm still confident in Big Ben and and Tom Brady and them leading the offense. Um, So I'm I'm aligned with you on that, I think. Oh, you have Brady quite a bit
0: lower than us, don't you?
2: Yeah, my next tier I would consider um, used to be good, used to be great. Not so much anymore. All right, we'll just go to your next tier then. All right. Um, so this is my tier four. Yep. Um that's where I have Tom Brady and I got Ben Roethlisberger. Um, and then I have Cam Newton
0: and Jimmy Garoppolo and Kirk Cousins. Oh, the first Kirk mention. Seth, what do you think? Too high?
1: Blasphemous. <laughs> and outrage. <laughs>
2: Disrespectful
1: <laughs> to all so again, I,
2: you know, if I'm just looking at it right now, Tom Brady's not who he once was, obviously. Um, ben Rothsberg definitely isn't who he once was. Obviously, you know, they're 11-1. and one, But at the same time, it's not like Ben – I don't think Ben really has the arm anymore either. Um, they're averaging like the fifth most pass attempts in the league and their bottom half of the league in passing yards a game. Like he's throwing everything short and he's relying on, you know, his receiver's – to get those yards after the catch especially Deontay Johnson um if this was the Ben of old and he was slinging it downfield still I think Deontay would be running away with this with the um receiving yard receiving leader um this year but he's just not doing that I I don't think he can anymore kind of the same with Tom Brady um and I think there's kind of a, a a clashing right of Tom and Bruce Arians, like, we've seen it after the last couple losses where Bruce Arians, he wants to say that Tom Brady's having struggles, you know, reading the defense and making the right call. This is, you know, one of the most winningest quarterbacks of all time, and you're going to tell me that he's having troubles reading a defense and making the right play. I just don't agree with it. Uh, I don't think he has the arm anymore, but I don't think that the blame should be put on him Arians should be taking the blame for the way their season has gone. They were set up to, you know, like everyone. They were what the second favorite to win the Super Bowl coming into the season. Um, it, it's Arians' fault that they're not in that tier, and that Tom Brady's in my fourth tier and not my third or second.
0: Damn it, Bruce! All right, Seth. What's your next tier? Your tier four.
2: All right. So this is. Uh
1: the players who I really think should be a backup and maybe they're starting for some teams, but they don't deserve to be. Um, so we've got our old favorites, Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles, both of them. Uh, Drew Locke, Mike Glennon, Brandon Allen, Cam Newton, Nick Mullins, Alex Smith, Andy Dalton. Now a lot of those guys are backups and they're starting because the starter got injured, so it makes
0: sense. Um, yeah, yeah, I so think I have year. I have a few left that are a little better than I think the ones you're on because my tier four the first sub tier is can lose you games and have in the past. Uh, Derek Carr, Baker Mayfield, Andy Dalton, Kirk Cousins. These are guys who show flashes and kind of get on runs of being good. Right, we've seen that with Derek and Kirk. They go, they get like. And they get NFC and AFC Player of the Week every year, one week, and they have these three, these three games in a row where they're the best offensive player by statistics, but we know they're just not that player, right? So that's the kind of tier for me where it's like they, some games they look terrible and lose you games, and other games they just get hot. Um, and then tier eight is can run but have premature noodle arm. Uh, it's a two player tier of Taysom Hill and Cam Newton. Uh, wow. So. Those guys are obviously big threats as big running quarterbacks, but I don't really see what Taysom throwing-wise. I don't know. He just he threw one pass in his first game that I thought – he underthrew the guy by like 30 yards, and he still caught it somehow. It's getting calibrated. <laughs> <It's his first laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he has it. The so cherry that's my tier picked four. one play out
2: of all his plays. Yeah, I think Taysom's I don't know. He's just not that –
0: I don't know. I haven't been very impressed. I didn't anymore.
2: even rank Tasman, I probably should have.
0: Sad, <laughs> <laughs> you were making weird probably faces sure. during... Yeah. Seth, you have been making. You were making weird faces during that. What, what do you disagree with?
1: Yeah, you are saying good things about Kirk Cousins when we all know he's ass, and he racks up the stats during the first three quarters, and then when you need him to deliver, he falls short like 98% of He racks of the time. up the
2: stats in the... Or in garbage time, board. yeah.
1: And most yeah, importantly, Kirk Cousins. I've said it before, the... and I'll say it again. Kirk Cousins could save my entire family from a burning building. I still wouldn't
2: <laughs> trust him at all. Most of the reason he puts up any type of numbers is because of his uh, his inability to be good. <laughs> if he was good from the beginning, we wouldn't even have to worry about it. But.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, my last tier could even okay. hope of being NFC player of the week. So I don't think <laughs> they deserve I think he deserves to be ahead of them. Uh all right. Everyone give your last tier so we can just shit on these quarterbacks. Here we go. Kyle, why don't you start? Yeah.
2: Um again, tier five, no particular order. Carson Wentz, Drew Locke. Now I don't think Carson Wentz is a bad quarterback, but Looking at it right now, he's not a good quarterback, so I'm gonna. I, that's why I have him there. <laughs> if we were ranking him after his rookie season, he probably would have been in, like, tier two, probably tier three. Um, he's been the
0: craziest drop of any of these quarterbacks. It's
2: wild. Tier-wise. It's wild. Um, yeah. Drew Locke, Gardner Minshew, or Mike Glennon, whoever the hell Jacksonville is starting, it doesn't matter. Uh, Phillip Rivers, Mitch Trubisky, Alex Smith, and Drew Brees. There's not good.
0: I, I, I don't know where I put Phil. I forgot Phil. I think he was in my Can Lose You Games and has.
2: He's got <laughs> to be. But he started like 248 games in a row, I mean.
0: Yeah, and he lost some of them pretty much single-handedly. <laughs> so, <laughs> Seth, what is your final tier? Seth, you're really um, down to the, the lowest of the low in your tiers, I think. You're ahead of right, us a little so
1: bit. So I just have um, two tiers left, and each tier has one player. <laughs> but – I felt that there was such a big drop-off from the player at the very bottom that yeah. there needed to be a tier in between. Um, so I had to go a little bit into the past to find someone who would fit into tier seven, which is labeled as couldn't start for a little league team. And that player is Christian Ponder, Vikings quarterback from 2013, who <laughs> would throw every single pass 10 feet above any receiver nearby. Um, and that then brings us within shouting distance of the last tier, which is, I would rather have a rusty nail starting for me than this player, uh, the aforementioned Kirk Cousins.
0: So basically I predict your list. Correct. (laughs) Not a tough prediction. My last tier, tier five consists of three sub tiers. Tier nine, haven't shown it yet, but are young. Sam Darnold, Daniel Jones, Drew Locke, you could, we could quibble about Darnold and Daniel probably deserving to be higher. Locke, I don't know. I really like him for some reason. He dances sometimes after he scores touchdowns, but he's just kind of ass, but I (laughs) kind of
2: like him. I texted you during the game. Like, I don't know what it is, but I swear to God that Drew Locke truly believes he is the greatest quarterback in the NFL when he is in the game. And I don't know why he believes that.
0: He throws like four interceptions a game, but he's so endearing. Uh (laughs) Tier 10, I, ha- I have, are probably just bad, actually. Mike Glennon, Nick Mullins, Carson Wentz, Brandon Allen. Why I even ranked Brandon Allen, we may never know. And then tier 11 is the Chicago Bears, uh, where I have <laughs> Foles and Trubisky. <laughs> yeah. So. Also, you know how I've always said that I think Foles is better than Trubisky. I don't know if subconsciously I disagree with that, but when I wrote it down, I wrote Trubisky first and then i oh, had to he's not them. better
2: than true <laughs> <He's> Not.
0: <laughs> I, had to that.
1: I mean they're both ass adam in the same tier so I yeah i have maybe. strong feelings either way
0: wow qb tears we made it
1: What a was it a good
0: segment no but we did it
1: did we hype it up anyways
0: yes
2: <laughs> i think it'll be enjoyable for the listeners
0: yeah so that was our nfl pod uh in two weeks look forward to the nba preview everyone so make sure to look uh at your phones or your podcast devices two thursdays from now right before the nba season or this thursday when you're listening to this exactly any parting thoughts parting shots fuck her cousins am i right you're not wrong
2: fuck pete Carroll, if anything
0: (laughs) good great work everyone I don't even have to pee. Oh, are you okay?
2: I don't know. Maybe I have a problem. You're going to wake up in the middle of the night and really have to go.